Welcome back. Doc Soups and CEOs, episode 13, joined by Dr. Christy Brooks, superintendent of Chattahoochee County Public Schools in Georgia, and Donnie Witten, who is VP of District Partnerships at Aptigy, and Sarah Kroll from IEI takes over the mic this week. Really excited to hear her. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast for the Institute for Education Innovation. This is Talk Soups and CEOs. I'm Doug Roberts, the founder of IEI, and um, I'm really excited this week to let Sarah take over the mic. Um, Sarah Kroll is our director of marketing, and she's the um, really the brains behind the podcast. She organizes the episodes. She sort of um, programs it out. And which is why we've been more diligent about actually publishing uh, or um, you know, producing and publishing an episode each week. So uh, really excited for, for Sarah to jump in here. She's known uh, the folks at Aptigy for a while. And so um, we wanted to sort of talk a little bit, highlight some of the, you know, some of the work that, that they've been doing with some of their districts around communicate. Communication is everything during this pandemic. So you'll hear the discussion. But mostly, uh, I'm, I'm excited for, for Sarah to, to jump in and have her first episode. So uh, welcome to the microphone, Sarah Kroll, and um, I'm looking forward to playing this interview for you. The thing I want to just say real quick before we jump in is that uh, I think this, there's been a, we've been talking about this in some of the episodes, how districts and vendors work to get, we'll use the V word, vendors, uh, partners, you know, private sector or other um, non, non-district entities, how they work together with school districts this year has changed in some ways, like the, the medium used for connecting might be Zoom or Google Meet or something. Um, but, you know, what, what hasn't changed is the power of the relationships between the people to get, to get this work done. The pandemic has, has required school districts to communicate more frequently about more sensitive subjects, specifically, you know, cases. Um, there's no easy way to tell a parent there's been a case in your kid's class and your kid has to stay home for a week and you got to, you know, rearrange your entire life, job, whatever, to be home with your student so he or she can homeschool. And, um, you know, I think districts of our members and other districts have talked a lot about how they're over communicating in this time just to be transparent let parents feel you know engaged in the process so they feel comfortable sending their kids back to school you know if, if you know that that every time there's a case that affected you you're, you're getting communicated with then you know you know that when you send your kid into school you're going to get the best possible uh you know environment best possible safety situation that the district can provide that's been the overall mindset. So Christy and Donnie talk about that in the pandemic, but they also talk about all the stuff they have done together over the years. And you know, it, it's easy, it's very easy to sit here doing what we do, running this organization as I do, for me to say, 
you know, it's all about building the relationship. You got to get in, you got to, got to listen. And, you know, and this is all like sales training one-on-one stuff too. Like if you want to work with the district, listen to their needs and then try to build a relationship with them. But that's not easy to do. And there's a question of access and who gets access and who doesn't. There's sort of a, um, you know, a, an equity issue at play that, um, frankly, we, we've been thinking about since since I started this. I started IEI because I was always working with the little guys. I was working with the brand new companies no one ever heard of, and I'd take them into these environments where, you know, essentially you you, you pay to pay to play for access, except I'm taking people in who don't know anybody, but I knew some people, and so I would sort of use my um, my relationships and my knowledge of how the process works to um, to help the client. And, you know, IEI is all about trying to scale that so that any partner can have a shot at building a relationship with the district. Now, there's a there was in the olden times when we just did in-person events, there was a kind of price point barrier for companies because you know you go to a thing, there's costs involved, there's you know it fits into a model, right? Um, we're no different than any other uh, company that does what we do in that way. The 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 onset of not the onset of virtual meetings. Virtual meetings existed long before we started working them into what we do. But what we've the hybrid model allows a company that is not physically on site to have all the benefits of being together on site, or at least most of them. Not the like, you know, let's meet up for a hike uh, or go running together stuff. You can't do that. I mean, I guess you could be, you can't really do that like in a vert, in an online conference room, right? Um, but uh, maybe we will someday. I mean, you look at the success of things like iFit and Peloton, um, you know, Mirror, all that kind of stuff. Maybe we can do that sometimes. I mean, shoot, we have an IEI family hashtag in Peloton. I can't wait to get back on my Peloton bike once I heal from this injury, my back injury. Um, side note. Uh, I'll see you all out there, hashtag IEI family. But um, my point is that, you know, what we've figured out is a way for th- this discussion that you hear between Christy and Donnie is one that's been building for years. Obviously built in the old-fashioned way in-person events. But we've I've spent the last couple of weeks talking to companies from overseas that have had success where they are in Europe or uh, uh, Israel or UK. We've talked to a few different companies. And now they want to sort of bring it to the states, and all of a sudden, the p- playing field is 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 not quite level, but it's a much more it's closer to level because they get the benefits of IEI members being together at a place, um, so they're fully locked in on IEI for those two days, and but they're doing so on a virtual platform, and so they come in virtually, and they're on the same wavelength with all the people who are on site for all of our discussions and workshops and meetings. And that, I hope, you know, the goal of starting this was to get more interesting upstart companies with really sort of engaging and thoughtful, uh, hardworking founders together to talk with similarly uh, innovative, creative, bleeding edge district leaders so that we can build better stuff in our industry. That's the bottom line. And if we build better stuff in our industry, we 
help kids more and we improve outcomes and we, we reach more kids um, who have diverse learning needs and contexts. You know, that, that's the short story. So this discussion that, you know, you've got a superintendent and a, uh, a partner vendor, if you will. And by the way, Donnie is a former superintendent. That's what's cool about this too. You know, these, these folks are working together for, for a few years. You can see they've just a, they've they've done a lot of stuff to help the kids in in Christie's district together, and this is you know not something that this is not only for um, companies who can afford going to big expensive conferences anymore. Um, the hybrid model has you know made it possible that you can have a small marketing budget, still participate, get involved, and build your way up versus being on the outside looking in. So. Um, and we've always tried to do things like outreach to groups like the Camelback, um, Camelback Fellowship Program that uh, helps startup companies led by people of color. We've, we've um, engaged with them to bring in some of their folks to get access to our membership to get some free consultation. You know, we're, we've, we've always wanted to be the champion of, of the, the startup company you know, that's trying to get connected with districts and learn from districts because that's that's where some of the most interesting work happens and you know you'll hear that you know when when Aptigee first started working with Chattahoochee County they were closer to a startup they were a much earlier stage company than they are now and um, this is this this discussion is where I hope a lot of our partners who are working with us might be in a few years after kind of doing some of the the virtual one-on-one -on -one meeting stuff with us over the next uh, six months, twelve months. So, that's that's my takeaway from this is that this is a this is the kind of thing that, and you know, we we've been part of connecting these two, but we didn't initially introduce them. They, they people meet each other all over the place. But um, now that we've on the business side of education, a major barrier has gone away in that you no longer have to get on an airplane and travel to some event somewhere. I don't want to pick out anybody's event, but it's all the stuff we all go to, and they're they they are and will be again fantastic events when we can get together, you know, big like national stuff um, with you know, hundreds thousands of people. Like I can't wait to go back to all that stuff. And some of you out there, you just throw you throw really awesome events, and you're kind to let us pay our fee for a ticket and come and be part of it, right? But you no longer if you're if you're a company that's just getting started, you think you have something really good that can help kids. But, you know, the idea of dropping five grand to go to a conference is not exactly what you can afford right now. You no longer have to be, get on airplanes and travel. And then, then you show up there and maybe you, you paid for a booth and you're sitting there in a booth and no one's coming by your booth and you don't know how to get people to come to the booth because no one knows you, right? Like we may have made some of those barriers go away because our, at least the district we're working with, they're really open to talking with companies now just 30 minutes on a, on a video call. You know, we're looking for A, B, we're looking to solve this problem. And if there are companies out there and they want them vetted, you know, we, we help with that process. But if there are companies out there who, who can solve this problem, sure, our team will talk to them for 30 minutes on a video call. No skin off our teeth. That's part of the research process. Um, so more companies should be able to talk with district leaders, which means more product leaders and company leaders hearing the needs of districts and learning from them, the more discussion we have, the better we'll all be at improving solutions for kids. That's, that's the bottom line. So 
this was uh, just a, a really neat discussion. We're really glad to have, you know, Christy's been a member with us um, for a couple of years, and uh, Aptigy's been working with us over the last year and change. So I hope you enjoy the conversation. These are just some, some fun folks to be around, too. And I will say, though, <laughs> the in-person component of things, and I can't wait till that roars back um, with all the energy and vigor that it used to have, but even, even the the socially distant, careful, outdoor version of it that we're doing now with nothing more than elbow bumps um it like if you're in that kind of an environment with these two folks which i'm gonna have the privilege to do in a few weeks um they are a lot of fun <laughs> regardless of work donnie and christy are, are among my favorite people to hang out with so i was really glad sarah got them together for a chat and i hope you enjoy it and i'll be back on the other side Okay, thank you for joining us. We have our podcast today, and my name is Sarah Kroll. I'm the Director of Marketing and Communications at IEI, and I'm actually making my podcast host debut. Um, Normally, our CEO, Doug Roberts, is in charge of the podcast, but I am sitting in for him. And we have two very important people on our podcast today. Um, They have now become our friends at IEI. We have Christy Brooks. She is the superintendent of Chattahoochee County Schools in Georgia. Hi, how are you all? And we have Donnie Witten. He's the vice president of Aptigy. Hey, guys. So you guys already know each other, but um, we just want to give kind of the audience some information, some background information. Donnie, why don't you first tell us just kind of about your background, your story, who you are? Absolutely. Thank you, uh, Sarah. And hi, Christy. It's good to see you. Um, and hello to everyone out there. Um, you know, I'm a school person. I'm a career educator, just recently retired. I spent many years in the classroom and as a principal. And my final years as a, uh, about 11 years as superintendent uh, in Arkansas. So about a year and a half ago, I made the transition after I retired to the private sector. And my relationship with Aptigy had gone back several years. I was very fortunate enough, uh, certainly, to be the first client of Aptigy five years ago. And so I understood the product, I understood the culture um, and the community that they had built in Little Rock, uh, what they were doing and how important it was for schools. So it was a really easy uh, shift for me to make once I retired to working with Aptigy. And for those of you that don't know a lot about Aptigy, um, we are an ed tech company that's based in Little Rock, Arkansas, working in the marketing and communication space. We serve right now 1700 school districts across all 50 states. Um, and that's how we kind of met Christy is working with her and, and helping her do things in her district um, down in Georgia. So it's just been a pleasure to meet superintendents from all over the country, work with them on really building their strategies um, and their communications plan um, from all different areas. It's so important that you have that through line that you started as superintendent and now you get to work with superintendents. I mean, what a different angle you must be able to really hone in on and really put yourself in their shoes, you know. Yeah, it has been because, you know, I've spent my life at my 25 years in education. And so now, you know, I'm on the other side of it, but it's great because I go out to meetings and and talk with superintendents all the time. Some of them are old friends and then some of them I meet, you know, every month, meet new people. So it's a great way to keep that connection to the education world and what's so important and going on in our community, but also to work with a great company um, at the same time and help school districts really improve what they're doing. Absolutely. And Christy, you use Aptigy in your district. Um, but before we get to that, <laughs> I know it's just really tough right now, you know, with the pandemic and with life in general and the amount of decisions you have to make in a day. Do you like your job right now? <laughs> you know, um, 
Every day is a different day, but um, I absolutely do. Um, I love it. um, And I love it because I love who I'm with and where I am and what I'm able to do. Uh, We've been very committed um, as a community, as a board and as a system to um, deal with the pandemic as we must, but um, to keep the big picture in mind. And that's that we're creating students who are going to graduate and be um, productive members of society and that doesn't stop just because we're in the middle of a pandemic. And um, even those tough days, uh, and there have been many of them, um, just remembering that has allowed me to, you know, yeah, we love the job. I love the job and I, I love the people I'm with. I think, you know, just recognizing that every day is going to be a new challenge. But um, has, has your perspective about the job changed at all? It, it really has. Um in terms of the, you know, you talk about like the perspective, what has, well, I think what has changed the most is um, we hear so much about the role of leaders and um, how they're steering the ship, but we have no, 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 no plan at this point in terms of how do you steer that ship? So um, the perspective has changed to be more open to say, guys, I, I don't have the answer. And um, we're going to work through it together. We're going to collaborate with other people. We're going to use our partners, whether it's IEI, whether it's vendors, whether it's Aptigy and the the whole list of systems that they serve. We're going to learn from others and we're going to figure it out together because none of us have done this before. We come together, we use what we have and we talk. And, And that really has made the perspective shift that you don't have to know it right now. You've got to be willing to learn and be willing to talk to some other folks. I think that vulnerability is so important. And, you know, it's it's tough when you're at the top and you're supposed to be the best and know everything. And you've got to kind of step back and say, hey, none of us have done this. So it, that's just so important. You know, that humility aspect. I think a lot of superintendents um, have have been kind of going that route, you know, and just kind of really putting their hands down and saying, let's let's do this together. Um, speaking of doing things together. Donnie, you with Aptigy and Christy, you guys really came together um, to do some cool work within your district um, to support students and families. Do you want to kind of talk about that? Absolutely. Real quickly, you know, just in general, when we work with school districts, we know that most school districts are, you know, they have a lot of the same concerns and same challenges, right? They are recruiting students. They're competing for students sometimes. They're competing for teachers They are trying to get the good news about what's going on in those schools, what's going on in athletics and band, um, in the classrooms. They're trying to get that information out um, so that parents can really see what's going on in their school district and also prospective parents can see. So when we we start working with with school districts as a partner, we really want to evaluate what they're doing well and how we can come in and support them. And our goal is to provide them with the tools that they need to number one, do things better and make it easier. That's the key thing. Administrators are busy people. Superintendents are super busy. We know that. I knew that as a superintendent, you know, um, in my day-to-day role. So that's one of our goals is to make things easier for them, but also provide a partnership role and a support system um, with giving them tools to help them with these, these pieces. And it's really, it's almost like Donnie heard our committee and heard their rationale for why we selected Aptigy. It was literally those exact reasons. Um, Our committee came together, they looked at various platforms, and ultimately they said, 
And this right here is our all-inclusive platform. Not only does it allow us to have a website, but it allows us to integrate with social media. We're able to share that story regularly. And it's so easy to use. We've been able to really just assign some of these really marketing and communication duties to our receptionists and secretaries who are pushing out information um, so much so that they can um, drill down into it, not even just be in a class, but a certain bus route can get information. And what that allows us to do as a transient military community is keep people always informed and also telling our story. We're telling our story to the folks who are still hundreds of miles from here, but they're going to be stationed here in a couple of months. And uh, it just, it keeps us, um, keeps us abreast um, so that they know who we are. So we, again, you know, love the way that you described what you do because it's what exactly what our team said, why we needed to go in this direction. You know, and also to add to that, with the great work they're doing down in Chattahoochee County, you know, when we talk to school districts and, you know, with Chattahoochee County, one of the things we, we ask them is, do you really feel like you're meeting your parents where they are? Okay, we know that most parents, about 80%, we think, are getting most of their information about school on a smartphone, right? And if you don't have a strategy to reach those parents where they are and where they're getting their information, then you're really missing that opportunity, right? Um, and secondly, um, you know, how easy is it to get this information out? Like Christy said on the, on the other side of that. And so, you know, those are some of the things we talk about with these school, with our school districts and our school leaders um, to help kind of help them along and try to provide that support um, on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, the, the point that people get most of their news and information on their smartphone also makes me think about most people get their news and information from social media. And with that comes a lot of misconceptions. Um, you know, oftentimes we people, I'm going to give an example today, the school systems here in Omaha public schools, they were, they were, it was a snow day, but it was a virtual snow day. So there was a lot of, are we going to school? Are we not? And there, it seems like people will log into Facebook to find out what is the update for, and all it takes is one person to say there's no school, and then it you know spreads like wildfire. So just having that like really clear, concise communication that a place you can go. Um, I mean, I'm sure that makes all the difference. But specifically, Christy, I wanted to find out more about um, you were talking about your military families. That's interesting. Can you expand on that? Well, I mean, really kind of piggybacking on your story with social media. So you know, we have our social media sites for our schools and our district, but all of those sites are fueled by, by Aptigy. We use that to push out our messages. And so it's on our social media site, but then it gears them for us particularly right back to our website so that we have news updates. And then we have our tabs where they can get really in-depth more protocols and, and the information that they need. So uh, we do, um, a recruitment for our military families before they come and we want to talk to them about enrollment. They'll see that on our social media site, but then they already have an immediate link back to the website where they can do online enrollment. So we really are just trying to make a very seamless communication tool. Um, and that's a great marketing strategy for us because they can choose multiple systems and we, we want them to, you know, choose us. And um, overall that really has allowed us to see when you have a clear plan, you're able to really communicate your message um, in a more positive manner. And we were recently named in Georgia a military flagship school. And we know that that is 
first and foremost because of our communication efforts. And that is based on the, our platform with Aptigy. So we've been very pleased with the direction that we've been able to go in and improving our communication and just keeping our parents engaged. That's awesome. I mean, that, well, first of all, congratulations on the award. Um, but, you know, it, the, the, Donna, you started the podcast by saying superintendents, administrators are so busy. Well, you know, so are parents. And sometimes they're juggling many different jobs, many different drop-offs, kids, this and that. And so I think just streamlining that and having one place, that's so important. Um, is there anything special or unique about what you might do to help support bilingual families? Sure, from a product standpoint, I can say this and Christy can talk about it, you know, as a user. Um, you know, our platform is very easy to work with with um, bilingual families. Um, certainly anything that we're pushing out or that Christy's pushing out using our product um, through the app, um, any, whatever their phone is set to um, for their language and their phone, um, any app notification is going and, 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 and the information inside the app is going to adjust to that, right? Um, also, if you're going a little bit deeper doing emails or phone calls through that, we do have a section that will translate um, very easily for our uh, superintendents and principals who are using that on a regular basis to get information out. Mm -hmm. Christy, I'm not sure if you guys are using that specifically yeah. in your district. Yeah, we, we do. We have um, one of our training schools at the military base is, um, um, is primarily um, Spanish speaking families. Right. And, um, uh, and we were very excited to see how we could make that connection with them. Uh, for us, a small rural system, being able to have the supports for the bilingual, uh, the, the bilingual supports has helped us tremendously because we don't have bilingual employees. Right. And so um, we feel like we've actually had an additional employee by being able to use the site. Um, our parent engagement coordinator, she's all English speaking, but she will work with the families. She'll pull them in. And again, all she's having to do is just show them a few key visuals and it's immediately they're like oh I mean there it is it's already coming to me in the in, in the way that I read and so um, it, it's really helped us without trying to worry about translating and about trying to get um, information um, to someone in a different format uh, it's the same thing that we send to one family is easily available for another family who may have an, um, an English language barrier so when we talk about serving all, we really are serving all when we're able to communicate this way. Absolutely. And, you know, just talk about making people feel included, you know, too often the, these families are just, you know, they're not given the supports they need. And I'm thinking, how must you feel like you're not part of the community? Um, so, I mean, what a great way to to make them feel included and to have this, I, I like how you said, it's like having another employee, you know, a bilingual employee. So, I mean, technology is amazing. So that's, that's great. Um, and when, when we're talking about communication and marketing, how has Aptigy and kind of just, how have you guys kind of worked together to help with the overall marketing piece of your district? One of the things we talk about with school leaders, and I can speak from experience just as a former superintendent is, when Christy and I went through school, I bet she had zero marketing classes. Um, we didn't we didn't learn about marketing. It's not something that's in our wheelhouse. We were learning about effective instruction, leadership styles, you know, learning facilities and finance. That was kind of what our program of study was. And so, but we realize now that school leaders are running schools like a business. They are school CEOs, right? And so we've got to help support them 
um, in the marketing world and the communications world. And so that's one of the things we do with our partnership is to help coach and understand and help superintendents understand the importance of marketing, but also provide them the tools to do it, right? And so that's what I loved about my partnership with Aptogee when I was a superintendent is if I had a question or needed a best practice or just needed a thought partner, I could pick up the phone and call my client success manager and say, hey, what do you think about this? Run it up the flagpole there at Aptogee, talk to your, some of your people and let me know what they think. It was just a great way to kind of have, like I said, thought partners about marketing. So it's not just about having tools and having a great looking website and a great looking app. You've got to partner with us that, that we can support you. And, and we realized that Sarah, probably um, at, uh, I think it was maybe two um, IEI retreats ago, um, Donnie and I uh, were talking and he had just kind of made the, the comment of, in terms of, you know, how, how, are, how are you marketing or pulling in these additional families? And I mean, the first comment was, you know what? We need to get together and do a refresh. It's it's been some time, and we want to take a different approach. And again, you know, that allowed me to really have that partner who was thinking about marketing. Us being able to connect at one of our retreats to have the time to have that discussion. It was just a win-win. So um, I really appreciate the partnership that has brought us. So we do have those experts in the field. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny you talk about you know district leaders becoming CEOs and having to think differently about things. Um, we just did a podcast yesterday that will come out next week um, with two of our mem members, Quentin Shepard and Katie Lash. And it was, the whole thing was about superintendents as entrepreneurs. You know, right. it's just taking on this whole different mindset that you're no longer, you know, in charge of, like you said, instruction, discipline. Um, I'm a former educator and a coach for teachers. So I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, we learned about classroom management and we learned about school finance and we learned, but no one talked to us about this huge piece of communication via marketing. Um, and also, you know, when, when we were in school there, when I was in school, there wasn't Facebook. So there wasn't all these things, there weren't apps. I mean, you had a website and that was it. So, um, you know, we've come a long way and the point is we've got to move with the times. And that sounds like what exactly what you guys are doing, Christy. Um, so kudos to you guys. I mean, just really getting in there and making sure that communication is happening. So, so often that's not, and um, that's definitely a testament to you know, the way that people respond to you. I follow you on social media and see a big presence of your district and all the great things you guys are doing. So um, that's awesome. Um, so the next question is just about the pandemic. Um, how do you think it has changed the work in schools permanently? Like what is going to stick from this? Well, you know, we talk about what's going to stick. I know that for, for, so, for so many years, we've really had the the, the, the coinage of serving the whole child. But I really do believe that the pandemic has taught us that, that what is going to stick is how do we holistically support our children? How do we support their families? How do we support them as children? How do we support mental health and well-being? And, um, I, you know, once you put that out there, you don't take it away. And, and that is, the greatest thing that has come out of this is to let us know what is our purpose. Our purpose is to serve children, to build them up and to create independent learners. And we have to do that by first and foremost, reaching their hearts and uh, supporting them as um, individuals. And, and I do believe that is absolutely going to stick. Um, 
somebody at one of our previous events said it's it's we're teaching the whole child, but no, we're teaching the whole family. And I was like, that is so key because we are. I mean, at any other time, when did parents know exactly what their kids were learning in school? Um, how, how many parents had to learn about email and all these, you know, different platforms that kids are logging into for online learning. And so although it was a tough shift and there's still a lot of parents that are struggling with the online virtual homeschool stuff. I mean, what a way to find out what's really going on in schools and becoming more proactive about testing and the curriculum and all of those things. Um, Donnie, I mean, you're not in a school now, but what, what are you thinking? Like, what's, what about this pandemic is sticking, is um, changing schools? Well, I love what Christy said about the whole child. And, and they're so lucky to have her down there in Chattahoochee County because we understand that the decisions we're making right now about instruction for teachers and kids is gonna have a lasting difference, right? I mean, it's so important. This is hard. This is difficult. Uh, we can't sugarcoat it. It's hard on teachers. It's hard on families. Um, it's hard on kids. And so I think having school leaders that understand that and are able to be empathetic and be able to communicate that to their families is so important. Um, really looking from a larger perspective, you know, I think we've really um, not, not really, we have crossed the threshold with online learning, right? We used to dabble in it, right? Christy, we had maybe a course here and there. We know now that we can do this. Um, and so if we have to have hybrid, when we go back to regular school, um, I think it will be a lot easier for schools to offer different kinds of um, opportunities online because we now have staff and students and a community that understands it and accepts that we have the equipment now. Um, there was a there was a real shift back in March, and people had to get ready for it if they weren't already. And so I think there are some positives to that. Um, while we're in the pandemic, and a lot of districts are um, not in person, um, I think it's just important to understand that we have to have um, some flexibility and some grace when we're working with our kids and our teachers as well. Absolutely, yeah. You know, there's silver there's silver lining in some of it. You know, we we think yeah. of how long would it have taken teachers to <laughs> go to the professional development to learn how to do online instruction. And then that whole sink or swim hit. And like, I don't know about you, but that's kind of how I learn best is just go in and do it and try it. Oh, and also there was, it was <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was some growing pains for sure, but think about it. I mean, we, there is no way it would have happened that way. And so, um, yes, there is something to say about, about that for sure. Um, what are, what's kind of the morale of your teachers right now, Christy? Like, how are your, your principals? How are they feeling? You know, um, we've spent a lot of time really having those discussions. We, uh, we've been face-to-face -face, and our face-to-face -face has ha had to have a lot of, um, revisions along the way. We started, uh, we did a, a very delayed start in the fall so that we would have time to really prepare our schedules and to prepare our rollout for um, the, the increase in the use of technology. And um, when we did come back face-to-face, -face, even that was on a hybrid schedule. So what does that look like? So our teachers, our administrators, everyone's had a lot on them. People are tired, but being tired and still having the, um, you know, weighing all the different things that are occurring, there's almost a, as I, uh, one of my teachers told me, there's almost this sense of excitement because they know what's next. Um, we've really been trying to spend our time by shaping our conversations about the future. It's okay to take time for yourself. It's okay to take a break. 
we need to make sure that we're respecting that. One of the ways we've done that is modify our schedule so that we have now, even with our hybrid schedule, we have a lot of sacred Fridays that we have done that are all virtual. And, and some of those all virtuals are for our uh, students, of course, to maybe work on a project, but for our teachers to come together on their own to work on some things they need to work on to have that mental break because we have really thrown so much at them. And what they keep telling me is, I'm excited about what the future holds. We're not worried about seat time anymore. We're not having conversations about how many hours somebody was here. We're really having conversations about mastery, filling in the gaps. And so though they're tired, I, you know, you see that glimmer where they're like, well, what am I going to be able to do next when this is not a worry anymore? So um, I'm really excited just about their openness to see what the future holds. That energy is kind of, you start to see that energy really bounce back when, when these conversations start taking hold. I love the sacred Friday. What an awesome idea. I love that. You know, um, mental health definitely has come to the forefront and I think it's so important. But one of the things is that I think for teachers, they're finally getting the recognition that they deserve. I mean, how many times have we seen all over commercials and social media about teachers are superheroes or thank a teacher. Teachers need to be, you know, not only paid more, but just respected and appreciated more. And so another silver lining may be just that, you know, the, the way that they have come to the limelight and it's like, yes, they need that. Um, so the fact that they're excited, I mean, that's a breath of fresh air to know that there are teachers out there that aren't just, you know, super frustrated, um, the excitement of, are the kids learning the content, you know, instead of just let's get through the standards and follow this pacing calendar and not really care if anyone really learns anything. Um, you know, it just gave a whole mind shift change to learning and, you know, having kids there. So the fact that your kids are face to face, I mean, that's pretty important too. Um, they I will say one thing in that, uh, one thing in that area, uh, we really have created an environment, um, that, it, it, I, we're, we're just calling ourselves some renegade panthers out here. Um, it really is about that, that holistic well-being. And so our conversations are not about, you know, checklist on mastery of this grade level right now. We expect, obviously, that our children are going to progress. But that focus on standardized test scores, I've told them, we are not having those conversations. And we that. haven't had those conversations. We're talking about every individual student and their growth, their growth from pre-pandemic, their growth during pandemic, and their growth now with these hybrid schedules. How are we growing kids individually? And that right there in and of itself is motivating. I mean, and, what, and why did it have to come to this for us to, to go that route? But, um, you know, that is so, I mean, I am so happy to hear that because I keep seeing, again, where I get most of my news, Twitter and LinkedIn, and I do all that stuff for IEI. So I'm seeing the constant discussion about test scores and what are we gonna do about standardized testing? And I'm like, oh, out of all the things to worry about, that's still on the list, like, can we not? So I love that you guys are talking about pre-pandemic, during and now, like moving towards the face-to-face, -face, how have kids grown? I mean, what a different approach. You wanna add to that, Johnny? Yeah. I mean, you, your own kids, right, in school, you have, you have three kids, right? Do have three children, two are still in public school. And so, you know, it, it, it really mirrors what Christy said. It, it's, it's difficult. There, we are, everyone is doing the best that we can do. We as parents uh, are trying our best to support our kids. Um, 
and get them through this, you know? And so when you have great school leaders and you have good communicators in your schools, they kind of keep you informed. You've got great teachers that are planning lessons, but also showing a little flexibility sometimes when the parents don't understand the fifth grade math, right? Um, that happens sometimes. And so um, it's, it's really about a community and working together and trying to get this, this together. So it's been really refreshing to see across the country how school leaders have stepped up and really been leading through this pandemic. It's really been really nice to see. I totally, totally agree. Um, so, you know, as we say returning to normal, but, um, you know, when we all get vaccinated and um, right. when it gets a little bit back to the, to the way it was, what are you looking forward to the most? Just, and that can be a personally, professionally, um, either one. Sure. Yeah, I'll start. Um, I think I'm going to think professionally, certainly, um, you know, I, I would love to be able to get back working with colleagues, that synergy that you have when you're working around when a boardroom or working in a meeting with your colleagues, um, you know, being able to bounce ideas off of, off of each other, support each other in those role, in those ways. And so it's always nice to get back to a return to work. However, I do want to brag about our company. When we were um, put remote back in March, everyone went remote. Um, we have a really forward thinking, um, innovative CEO, um, Justin George. And one of the things he works with with the leadership team is to try to keep those things, um, keep people engaged, right? And so one of the things that I've seen as we've been remote since March with a lot of virtual happy hours and virtual coffee dates, virtual lunches that people are doing throughout the company. Um, we even have a sales development team that works. I even noticed on Fridays and got to join a couple of these. Um, they're doing a short little cooking class at 4.30 on Friday, showing their colleagues a great recipe they have. So trying to keep people engaged, keep that community, keep that culture that's so um, important and unique at Aptogy. I've really been proud of it. However, I do all think we're excited about going back to work. And I love to work with people like Christy face-to-face. -face. When I can meet her and meet you, Sarah, at IEI and things like that that are so important for us, this partnership with IEI has been so valuable. Um, getting us to work with superintendents, getting us out there, talk, having thought partners, having great conversations in a professional development setting, it's just been great. So we do appreciate it. And I do look forward to that, getting back to traveling with you guys and uh, being able to share great ideas and keep providing support to school districts like Chattahoochee County that are doing such great things. Absolutely. I mean, people have been definitely getting creative. I haven't heard the cooking one, but I did a virtual wine tasting and I was like, all right, if anything, this pandemic has brought about a lot of creative cookers and ways to do things. Um, but, you, you know, I, I agree with you, Donnie. There's nothing like being in the same room with everyone. I think we're all getting a little fatigued with the screen time and, you know, it's just time to really be together. Uh, what about you, Christy? What are you looking forward to? Well, I'm going to speak specifically for Chattahoochee County. Um, when I left a larger school system, kind of as in an assistant superintendent role and came here to a more a smaller, more rural system, one of the things that just touched my heart was a tradition that they have and they have held true for so many years. And the, the week of homecoming, our Friday night football homecoming game, that week we have a pep rally like most schools. We have our parade like most people, but our pep rally ends with a community pep rally oh, and wow. not being able to have that pre-K through 12th grade, all of our students together, the community, the county manager, the commissioners, our, our, our businesses, our parents, our grandparents, bringing that whole community in, our little recreation department cheerleaders sitting there with our high school cheerleaders having them on the gym floor together doing chants. Um, it just is something that is touching to who we are and it connects us. And I cannot wait to see that group come together to cheer our boys on for another win. So um, 
I'm really excited about that and look forward to it being next fall. I love that. And, you know, it really makes us realize, you know, people matter and relationships matter and your teams matter. And you, we have really come to see that throughout this pandemic. So um, there's a lot, as you said, Sarah, there are silver linings. Um, I think that what we've gone through as a country and as a world, really, um, there have been some silver linings. There's been devastation for sure. Um, and a lot of hard times, but we have to stay positive and keep looking ahead and, and looking forward to what we can bring as school leaders and as business business owners and business partners um, to help you know make improvements in communities and schools across the country. That pep rally, I had chills when you were talking about it. I'm like, I I, I great. We need that. Um, the, the, you know, I, I have um, nieces and nephews, a ton of them. And the one thing is they never say they don't like school anymore. <laughs> you know, kids are like, I hate school. I don't want to go to school. No one is saying that anymore. So, um, you know, I think as well as adults appreciating um, each other and time together, kids are too, you know, and I, I feel like we're all going to kind of not take all that for granted so much right. you know, that quality time to be with each other. Um well, thank you guys so much. This was great. Um, I, I learned a lot. And I, I mean, if I was still a teacher, I would want to be in your district, Christy. It <laughs> sounds like, I mean, to, to be in the middle of a panda- pandemic and say that your teachers are excited and, you know, open to new ideas and doing the work. That's just really cool. That, that is a true testament to your leadership. Um, and I'm going to see both of you guys, what, in a couple weeks, um, we have our fall hybrid virtual event in Las Vegas um, that we will spend a few days together. Um, and then if you want to find out about our future events, um, you can do so on our website or you can follow us on Twitter at IEI underscore, underscore K12. Um, and then if any of our listeners want to get in touch with you guys, uh, Donnie, how would you prefer they reach out? Probably the easiest way for um, someone listening is to just go to our website, apptegy.com. That's A-P-P-T-E-G-Y.com. And right there um, on the bar, you'll see um, uh, see a demo. You can click that and, and get in touch with us. You can reach me directly at donnie.whitten at apptegy.com. And Christy, if anyone wants to, to learn more about what you're doing or get a hold of you. They can go to our website, which is um, uh, the platform is Aptigy, and that's chatco.org. And um, I'm available at email through kbrooks at chatco.org. Okay, perfect. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. All right. Thank you, Donnie Witten. Thank you, Aptigy, for being part of our work. Thank you, Dr. Christy Brooks for spending time with IEI. Thank you to my colleague, Sarah Kroll. Great job. Really uh, was fun to hear you um, take over the mic, and we'll do it again soon. Hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, find us at IEI underscore K12, www.instituteforedinnovation.com. The upcoming superintendent leadership retreat is pretty much all baked and in the oven, but if you're looking for more opportunities to get together and have these kinds of discussions. We're at the Broadmoor, April 18th to 20th. There are spots available. Superintendents or partners get in touch. Thank you very much. <laughs>